Endeavor to challenge yourself every single day. Engage with your community, effect change, and produce impact. I'm John Mark Radspinner. And I'm Brent Sabati. And this is the Attitude Check Business Leadership Podcast. We have the conversations that young professionals should be having, but aren't. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Attitude Check. Today we're going to do things a little bit differently. From now on, once a month at the last Tuesday of every month, Brent and I will be releasing a new episode that we're just calling the monthly check-in. So it'll be a short snippet of ideas that Brent and I had throughout the month, whether we learned it from other guests or podcasts or books. So our idea for the monthly check-in is just being able to talk about different concepts, ideas, our thoughts on different things that we've come across throughout the month. And basically for this podcast, we want to start off with talking about the concept and then moving into actionable items you can try in the next month to work on those concepts that we talked about. At the very end of the podcast, we're going to be going through a Q&A section. So if there are any topics that you want us to discuss on this monthly check-in, or if you have any questions on what we talked about, feel free to drop it in our email, attitudecheckpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll address it as best as we can on the next episode. Today, Brent has a lot of exciting thoughts based around critical thinking. So critical thinking is something that just popped into my head recently. As one of those topics you hear a lot about growing up, especially going through elementary school and things like that, but as you get older, the idea of critical thinking really goes on the back burner for discussions and just having that thought process to help you solve through problems and really relate to people and work through issues together. You see critical thinking arise, especially in today's media where there's so much polarization of different topics and issues, and I think being able to have a process that you go through is really helpful in relating to people and not creating enemies out of someone who has different viewpoints than you. Brent, could you break down some of the different components of critical thinking for us? I think there are just a few major components of critical thinking. The first would be obviously taking in the different information for the issue. The basis behind critical thinking is just being able to have a process in which you work through problems to create an objective solution or an objective opinion on the issue. As with any problem, the first part is analysis, so making sure you're getting all of the correct facts and figures in before you start working on it. The best way to do that is one, to do your own prior research, but two, to look at differing opinions to make sure that you're not getting biased feedback and you're not in an echo chamber for certain ideas. Whether you're looking for opinions that you believe in or opinions you disagree with, I think it's a healthy thought process and exercise for anything that you're researching, honestly. Once you've formulated that conclusion, obviously you need to communicate it. So what are some of the best ways to go about communicating? I think it really depends on who your audience is. So in certain cases, you might be conversing with someone in person, or you might be writing a paper or a blog post or even a tweet. In other forms, you might just be responding to a comment on some sort of social media site. So I think it just depends on what platform and what avenue of communication you're using. But to not give a cop-out answer, I think the most important factor when you're communicating it is to realize that your goal is not to prove a point, so to speak. Your goal is to provide information and to inform everyone on what you found and what you believe to be true. Whether or not they accept that, it's up to them because with a lot of these things, even though you might have facts that point to one idea, everyone at the end of the day has their own opinion and you have to be respectful of that. 
And you have to realize, even if those opinions differ, there's no reason why you can't be open to a friendly dialogue to help spread awareness to a certain topic or issue. So with critical thinking, you're not necessarily trying to start an argument or, like you said, prove a point. Absolutely not. And I think that's one reason why critical thinking needs to have a resurgence in today's day and age, because especially on social media where there's nothing personal attached, there's no accountability of the words you say or the actions or the harm you may inflict, people get too taken up in the idea of winning and proving their idea and putting down anyone who opposes them. So I think the world would be a much better place, maybe that's too idealistic to say, but it would be better if people would just have an open dialogue more often, talk to people who don't agree with them, open their minds, and just broaden their horizons on what concepts and ideas are possible. Brent, I'm very offended with what you just said. I feel very strongly that my opinion is right and yours is wrong. I accept how you feel, John Mark. That's part of critical thinking. So, John Mark, one of the key things about critical thinking is just having respect for the other person you're sitting across the table from and having respect for their opinions. So, could you walk us through an example that stands out in your mind on two people who are thinking critically about an issue who have respect for each other, even though they're on opposite sides of the stand? Two names that y'all might recognize are Reid Hoffman and Peter Thiel. The reason that they're recognizable is they were the co-founders of LinkedIn, but they also had very differing opinions and they were very intelligent people. So on one end, Reid Hoffman is very liberal. On the other end, Peter Thiel is very conservative. Reid Hoffman often talks about how much they disagreed on a lot of different topics. So much so you have one guy that heavily supports Donald Trump. On the other end, you have one guy that very heavily supports Hillary Clinton. They would often stay up for hours debating whose political opinion was right. But at the end of the day, they respected each other and they worked really well as co-founders and they did an incredible job. At the end of the day, through all of those debates, neither one of them swayed each other. The lesson learned is that they were able to have that debate and respect the individual and remain friends. And I think it's so important to talk about because at the end of the day, I think a lot of people are actually afraid that if they engage in these conversations... And if they engage in a different dialogue, then one, they might lose stance or lose ground on how strongly they believe in an opinion, which they've tied their identity to for so long. Or two, they're afraid that all this new information is going to affect who they are as a person. So I think it's really important to remember that you can talk with people, you can accept what they're saying and still hold true to your beliefs and still remain solid on that standpoint. But looking in the opposite direction as well, I think you should also take into consideration if you hear something that makes sense to you, don't be married to your beliefs. If you hear new information, especially on subjects that are very much so changing on a day-to-day basis or up to interpretation, have the courage to internalize that and see maybe my initial beliefs weren't exactly correct. Maybe I can alter them a little bit or maybe this new information is important and I should adopt a new stance. So whether you want to hold fast to your beliefs or you want to be more fluid with it, that at the end of the day, the dialogue can be whatever you want it to be. This is all well and good, but how do we apply it into the workplace, whether that's starting a business or being an employee and leading from within or having a leadership position? I think it's a key component to being a leader because as many people say, servant leadership is such a great leadership style and it's so important to building a team and culture around you that you have to remember if you're a leader, you can't be 
married to your beliefs on how you think your business should be run or how the world has done it for the longest of times because that's how you stagnate. That's how you make enemies from your employees or your team. You want to be open to having conversations. If a new guy that you hire comes in, you want to be able to have an open door policy and ask him, what do you think are some ways that we can improve on our strategy, on our culture? What are some new ideas you have to help our business grow so you can grow with us? And I think if you're hiring people or building a team, why wouldn't you want that? Why wouldn't you want that open discussion? There's a reason why you hired them in the first place. You must see some value in what they have to offer. So as a leader, take advantage of that. How about in entrepreneurship? In entrepreneurship, I think one of the biggest ways that you can use that starting off is if you're thinking of an idea of what you want to do for a company, Obviously, you want to solve some sort of issue in the world. So maybe just being able to have that open dialogue and talk to both parties on the different side of an issue and see what's the best way to solve this issue that's not one side or the other. What's the middle road to take? What's the most logical, optimal road to take? And I think if you can have that dialogue with different parties and not just get one source of feedback, it'll help you develop a better idea that has a better chance of getting off the ground, of growing, of getting, of becoming a business that you want it to be. Further down the road in entrepreneurship, I think having that critical thinking mindset is really important to just problem solve. As any business owner who's listening knows, starting a business, whether you're a traditional small business owner or an entrepreneur or in startup, it's all about putting out fires and solving problems. So being able to look at all of the solutions, all of the problems, all of the moving pieces and work through them in a systematic manner, I think that's going to really optimize your success as a business or entrepreneur. So as we wrap up the discussion, we want to leave you with an action item that you can try to help open up your mindset and your opinions and do a little bit of exercise in critical thinking. And for this month, we want you to think of one thing that you're really tied to as far as an idea or belief, something that is a part of who you are, your personality, and find someone who has a differing opinion as far in the opposite direction as you feel comfortable with and follow them on social media for a month. Expose yourself to their ideas, what they're putting out there in the world, and try to do it with an open mindset. Try not to get too irritated. I know it's going to be hard with all the different posts and tweets that they're making. And just take a little bit of time at the end of that month after you choose to either unfollow them or continue listening to them to just think, what have I learned this month? Is there anything that's changed in my opinion? And do I still feel the same way I did about this person when I first started this journey? Brent and I will be taking this journey with you. And that's something that we will report back on next month when we have another monthly check-in. Be sure to tap that subscribe button on your favorite podcast hosting platform. Because let's face it, you know you want to. And leave a review for us on iTunes. It really helps get the word out there about how much value you think this podcast is giving you. Check back every first and third Tuesday of the month for our standard episode of Attitude Check. And make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for differing forms of content. And if you have any topics that you want us to talk about or any questions you want us to answer on the next monthly check-in, email us at attitudecheckpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much to our listeners that share our podcast on social media. This is John Mark. And this is Brent. Signing off.